Welcome. This is ActiveSpirituality.life. It is a weekly forecast program with astrology and a guided meditation activation to help you make the most of your week. It's run by Pamela Cuchinell, that's me, the astrologer, and Susie Mazzoli, Master Healer. We invite you to find out more about our individual work, Susie Mazzoli, susiemazzoli-healer.com, or insightoasis.com for astrology. You can also find both of us at activespirituality.life, and we look forward to your joining us every week. Please share with your friends. Here we go. Welcome, everyone. Week 21 of 2023, starting with Monday, 22nd of May. <laughs> what a mouthful. Okay, we are ActiveSpirituality.life, Pamela Cuccinell and Susie Mazzoli, here every week offering you a forecast for the week with the wonderful precision and accurate forecast by Pam. And then I jump in with a little contemplation meditation for 10 minutes at the end. Uh, please share the podcast with your friends. And if you can, please help us keep it going by um, providing a little financial support to us as we do this every week, every year for, I don't know, it feels like millennia. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a long time. Okay, yeah. let's do it, people. Okay, so Pam, what's in store for week 21? The 22nd of May. The 22nd of May, I have to wave out some happy birthdays to some people I love who I, there are a lot of Geminis in my life and including my partner, Susie. Um, but yes, there's a lot of Geminis. And so um, I, it, it's, it's just always fun for me when we get into this season, not only because of the birthdays, but because it's um, so many people I love and care about came into the world on this day, including my late father. So the 22nd Monday, Victoria Day in Canada. So uh, celebrations to those who note that. Uh, Mercury is moving out of what is known as its shadow or storm, depending on uh, who you listen to, astrologers. And so it is really in direct motion cooking along this week. And the other thing that's going on, of course, is we are in the waxing moon cycle that popped out with that new moon on uh, Friday in the sign of Taurus. And these first couple of days of this week are especially juicy for getting those projects off the ground, getting things in motion, working with the momentum of that new moon. The moon in the sign of Cancer Monday, Tuesday, especially lends itself to things that have to do with the home, uh, investments, uh, investments that are of the heart or of finance, things that we really want to bring to fruition. So it's a wonderful couple of days to focus on what makes you feel fulfilled in your self of feeling like you are loved and you share love. 
what nurtures you, what nurtures the people you care about, what nurtures the people who you don't even know, who you volunteer for, you give things to, uh, what makes our planet more whole and cohesive, which is a real emphasis at the start of this millennium as we see how so many people are fractured and different opinions about uh, shoring up or what they feel they want or need or the separation. Separation does not make us stronger. We, um, the moon and cancer reminds us we come from the ocean. We are part of water. Our bodies are mainly water. Our planet is the blue planet. We are all about connectivity. And if we don't recognize that, we make ourselves brittle and unable to take advantage of the absolute wealth from connectivity. So Monday, delicious day for making those kind of connections and feeling the sense of love and being a child of the planet. If you don't feel that, then I must counsel, get to nature, put yourself in front of a body of water, a babbling stream, a waterfall, get yourself, if you can't, take a shower, <laughs> take a bath, be somewhere, park yourself in front of an aquarium, whether it's in a restaurant or go to Coney Island if you're in New York. Oh my gosh, what a fun aquarium that is. Uh, look at the polar bears in the, in the Central Park Zoo or the penguins or go to the Bronx Zoo. Be somewhere where you see the play and the splash of water. So overall, I think this is a great day. It is a, uh, a sparkling kind of day for those of us who feel that connectivity, who enjoy sitting down for a meal, tea, coffee with uh, friends, uh, getting that sense of breaking bread, and, and being a part of. And if you don't feel that, then this is a day and tomorrow to ask yourself, how can I get more of that in my life? How can I find ways to feel a bit more connected? Pick up the phone. Oh my God, remember the phone? Remember when people used to talk to one another? So these are ways that we can remind ourselves of the comfort we get from feeling connected, especially with people who know our past or that we can use as frames of references or shorthand conversations. This is very invigorating to have that uh, reminder in your life. Take out photographs if you've lost people. Do things that allow you to feel that sense of uh, connectivity because from that well, we are able to create more. We are able to give and get more. That's And if it's been a lack in your life, 
then find ways that you can reinforce it. There are always ways, and it starts with reminding yourself that this is something you are a part of, you are not separate from. Tuesday, the 23rd, also moon in Cancer, also this sense of um, going to the well, going to what uh, restores us. The image I keep getting in my head is the the sense of uh, being thirsty. Um, remind yourself to drink water, to have that. Some of us don't like water. Um, what is it that can give you that refreshment that's so necessary? Hydration. There's all this designer water. I, I don't mean to minimize its value if it's something you really get into, but you can have a glass of water with just some fresh lemon in it or herbs. Or um, I love to have sprigs of rosemary in my water. You know, rosemary is good for the memory. <laughs> really important as we get older. Um, so what, whatever it is that gives you that sense of refreshment. And overall, really, Monday and Tuesday, really great days. Wherever you put your, your seeds, your, your sense of this is what I want to start, this is what I want to connect to, um, that's going to just continue to grow. The 24th Wednesday, the moon goes void, of course, at 5.12 a.m., and then it doesn't enter Leo until 10.35 a.m. So when it's void, of course, in the sign of cancer, uh, that's a really good morning to just continue to let yourself refresh, connect. Uh, don't race into anything necessarily, but opportunities are available because the moon in cancer, when it's void, of course, actually is um, a a fertile time. Things do things do connect, not necessarily the electric way they will when there's um, geometric connections with other planets, but there is that sense of things that are gestating and happening. The moon enters the sign of Leo at 10.35 a.m., the times they give her Eastern time, so you'll need to adjust depending on your time zone. And once it enters Leo, this is the dynamic day, as is Thursday, the 25th. Um, we want to play, we want to do things, we want to take action. Um, keep in mind, though, that there can be a clumsiness, is how I'm going to put it, in the next couple of days. That doesn't mean that things can't happen. It just means that uh, some of us may be moving faster or, or get disrupted by what we were intending to do. So it's not necessarily a bad thing. But the important thing to keep in mind over Wednesday and Thursday is that if you have tasks that really must be accomplished, 
prioritize them and stay on top of them. If you're going to let yourself be derailed or detoured, make sure you have wiggle room with whatever those things are to pick them up and complete them at another point in time. Because there will be distractions, things that come up, and it's okay to move into something else if that's timing-wise what is calling to you. But you don't want it to totally disrupt something that's important to make happen. So if you're listening to this in advance, which ideally you are, then it would be really good to get those important things done Monday, Tuesday, knowing that Wednesday, Thursday, there can be things that kind of, hey, look at this, or let's go here, or wait a minute, I need you to do that. Um, It's just good to be aware of that. So the moon goes void, of course, at 2.38 a.m. on Friday the 26th. And it enters the sign of Virgo not until 11.05 p.m. that evening. So that's a void of course moon in the sign of Leo basically all day on Friday. Now, what that means is that this can be a really fun day. Just don't expect any follows through. So one example that always comes in my mind when I think of a day like today is um, I went to a luncheon this years and years ago, went to a luncheon, a friend was trying to put together, she had an idea of a pitch for a um, television program or something. And so it was a luncheon that was filmed with um, a bunch of us who were having some sort of discussion And I had a great time, met very interesting women who I have never seen again, except for the friend who invited me, (laughs) even though there was all this talk about, oh, we'll get together, we'll have this, we'll have that. Nothing ever came of it. And I, I suspected it wouldn't because of the void, of course, moon, which I told my friend in advance but she wanted to schedule it when she wanted to schedule it. The other piece about this story that's good to know, but I wouldn't bank on it all the time, is that I realized, oh my gosh, I'm a half an hour beyond my parking space with my meter. But as I was heading towards it, I was thinking, well, the odds are with a void of course moon that I did not get a ticket and I did not. But I wouldn't bank on that, but it just is another aspect to give you a picture of how things don't, they don't necessarily connect when the moon is void, of course. And that's because there is not really the emotional investment that allows the follow through. Doesn't mean that the women I met that day, we we didn't have those lovely connections, but it just wasn't enough glue to give us reasons to reconnect. The When the moon, so fun day, dynamic day, best spent doing things that are already in motion that you're working on and want to complete. 
or just making it a, this is a play day. So when the moon enters Virgo, that sets up the weekend very different energetically because that Virgo moon wants to get things done. And so we're back to picking up maybe whatever we had to put aside Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and just really working with it and following through with it. And this can also be a time when we're putting in place what it is we might want to reach out or stretch for that requires us to draw up a sense of our power or commitment or what it is that we're dreaming towards. I wouldn't necessarily take action on these two days. I would, I would implement and put things in place. I certainly would do anything that was therapeutic and healing. Because those are things that are going to restore, regenerate, and give us whatever it is we need as we get into the following week that might have more to do with actually being able to uh, put things in motion, move forward with the thrust as we go towards the full moon that happens late next week. So think about the weekend as being restorative. What can you do to be putting things in place, laying down foundations, doing things that are healing, being in nature? Oh my gosh, so therapeutic. Actually, as I'm reading this and and thinking about this week, I'm very excited because I will be in nature these days. So yahoo. And um, that'll be great. And now I turn it over to my dear friend, Susie. And I have to say that we must have met on a day where there was tons of glue. (laughs) I was just thinking like, how long I've known Pam and how long we've worked together as well. So um, I'm sure the day that we met was like a super glue day. (laughs) I'm sure it was. I remember vividly when you walked in and I saw you, but do I have the date other than the year? No, I don't. So a lot was going on in my life at that point in time. I'm much better now. It's sort of writing down dates and times when I meet people. But at that point, it was just, I had a store. It was like people were walking in all the time. So it was boom, boom, boom. But anyway. Well, that's an interesting process just to, to, yeah, that you, that you write down when you met people on certain days, like people. Absolutely. And things. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it is. It is. So that's, one reason why when astrologers plan their conferences or whatever, they're always, well, I'm not even going to bother reaching out at this point in time. And, oh, that's really hot time. Let's see how many people I can meet then. <laughs> Which is one of the reasons to work with Pam is so that you can plan things for your best success. 
So mm. there you go. Give Pam okay. a call. And if you need a bit of emotional, physical help along the way, give me a call. <laughs> okay, Indeed. let's jump into our meditation. I invite everyone to find that place, place of peace and find that place of quiet as our brains have just been like highly stimulated <laughs> by Pam and the discussion. Let's just like pull it all back for a few moments and take a deep breath and feel that energy quietening down. It's always so good to quieten down for a few moments. Taking a few deeper breaths, allowing yourself just to stop everything. And just take a few moments to quieten down, just allowing the mind to become just simply empty. And we take a little moment to reset or recalibrate no matter where we are in our day. And we really take command of this being. And some of us are so used to being in a particular loop, whether that's a mental loop or an emotional loop or if we're having issues with our body, a pain loop. And let's just take a moment to remember mind over body, mind over emotions, and mind over mind. And this is something that we can remind ourselves about daily in our meditation practice when we literally just grab that monkey mind and we calm down. And, of course, for some of us, that's very easy. We can just click our fingers and boom, we're there. We're there in a very peaceful, tranquil place that can come with years and years and years and years and years and maybe lifetimes and lifetimes of practice. For some of us, it's something that we need to chip away at and work at and just keep coming back to. It's a practice. We keep coming back to it. Some days it's harder, some days it's easier. We don't get caught up in the judgment of it. We don't get caught up in the um, judging whether it's a good thing today or a bad thing today or where am I going or this isn't working. We just persist at sitting quietly and emptying the mind. And we can develop all sorts of 
nice little visuals to help us along the way if they're helpful. One of the ways we can do it is visualise that you have a bathtub full of water. This is the mind, the mind full of thoughts, thoughts about the future, thoughts about the past, analysis, everything, all the storage, storage space there in the mind. And just visualise that you're taking the bath plug, pulling it out, and you can just visualize all of the mind as it's spinning, going down through the drain. And you can visualize this just going back into the earth, just for cleansing, just visualizing the mind emptying out, going back into the earth. And then what is left is that open space. Open with nothing there. Open with the potential of everything being there. The mind open, expanded, clear. And for a few moments we can enjoy this space. We can enjoy the openness. Enjoy that freedom. And we can perhaps experience just another little simple way for those of us that have a little bit of difficulty in getting to that place of the open mind. This is another way, another little trick for our visualisation is to just visualise the mind like the head of a dandelion when it's just about to release. And just see that head of the dandelion with all those little feathery white little parts sitting beautifully as the head, visualise that like your head, your brain and all of these little filaments, your ideas, your concepts and then just with that gentle breeze, the dandelion releases and all of these little filaments reaching up, blowing away in the wind. Visualise yourself, the mind, 
just allowing all of these thoughts, all of these concepts, everything just being freed. And there is space, complete space. open space for us to be completely present in. Open space where we are not confined by the ideas of what we are, what the world is, Ideas about existence. There is absolute openness and freedom. And in this space, in this open space, we experience the unlimited unbounded mind and as we take a few deeper breaths and gently become more aware of ourselves of our body as we gently open our eyes we bring this freedom this openness, this expandedness into this present moment. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Thank you so much, Pam. And have a wonderful week, and we will be back next week. Love now. You have been listening to Susie Mazzoli and Pamela Cuccinelli of activespirituality.life. If you've enjoyed this program, consider a donation. You can find the link for that, activespirituality.life. Regardless, we look forward to having you join us again for next week's podcast. Please share and have a great week.